Welcome to the Business of Influence podcast. I'm your host, Karen White. If you're a creator or a community maker looking to expand your influence, increase revenue, profit, and productivity, you're in the right place. Join me every Tuesday to learn strategies to elevate your career as a professional influencer. Thanks for joining me on today's episode. Now let's get started. This is probably the first episode where we're really going to start covering some productivity tips for you as an influencer or a content creator. We all know that being on the content creation hamster wheel is no fun at all. Getting up every day and trying to come up with a creative idea or concept, shoot it and publish it across multiple platforms sucks. It really does. There's no other way to say it. And when you're not planning your content, it's a distraction from your purpose of being a creator. You're probably thinking, Karen, what do you mean? What's my purpose? What purpose? I'm guessing that you're not going to the effort of investing time and probably money into content creation unless you have a purpose for being a creator. For most, this would be to commercialize your channel by growing your audience, working with brands, and maybe even selling your own products. This is where the benefits of content batching comes in. Planning out your content gives you freedom from the daily content creation grind. It gives you discoverability because you're regularly publishing content. It gives you productivity efficiency And you'll have well thought out content that delivers on your own call to action, your own content pillars. And your creative tank will be full if you want to jump on a trend on the fly without already being exhausted from pumping out content for the day just to meet your posting quota. Content batching keeps you fresh and producing the right content at the right time. So what is content batching and how can you use it to your advantage? Let's jump in. Quite simply, content batching for influencers is the process of creating multiple pieces of content in one block of time. It's about setting aside dedicated time blocks, understanding your content platforms, your content categories, planning your content calendar, which has your content frequency and the type of content that you're producing, as well as creating that content and publishing it. Using good tools and resources will help you optimize your planning and reviewing and adjusting your content strategy will always make sure that you stay on top of what's relevant and engaging for your audience. If you're new to the influencer marketing space, you might be thinking, whoa, this is a rad concept. But content batching has been around forever. 
It's a tool the OG creators, the bloggers of the world, have been using for 10 years, probably more. Like many established business principles, this concept really has just been reinvented for influencers, but it is a tried and tested principle. Right, so we're going to talk about setting aside dedicated time blocks. You're probably thinking, hmm, I'm not sure I'm on board for this. I get that social media is dynamic. But don't worry, batching gives you freedom to be responsive to your audience because you're getting off that content creation hamster wheel. Setting aside dedicated time blocks means carving out a piece of time in your calendar to do the work you need to do. You might want to carve out half to a day each week to produce a week's worth of content or you might be able to put aside two full days a month to produce a whole month's worth of content. The more time you put aside to batch, the more productive you'll be. You'll be in flow with your content creation and you'll be pumping out the good stuff your audience loves. The more you can do to reduce the stop-start of creating content, minimising distractions and concentrating on the sole task of content planning in your dedicated time blocks, the better off you'll be. Lock that time into your calendar. The next step is what content platforms are you going to focus on? If you have a team or a VA repurposing your content or helping you to create your content, good for you. This means you can have a wider focus or distribution of your content across more platforms. You'll be able to loop your person in at any point for the content batching strategy that we're talking about today. If you are like the vast many who create, publish and distribute your own content, you'll need to narrow the focus of what platforms will work best for you. Are you video first and you shine as soon as the camera is on you? Maybe you're a blogger. No, blogging's not dead. It continues to remain a strong strategy and looks to stay this way for some time yet, but I'm digressing. You might be a pinner, a podcaster, a YouTuber, a Twitch streamer. You need to focus on two or three channels tops. Create content really, really well on those channels. Don't try to repurpose all of your content across all of the platforms all of the time. Stay focused and consistent across two or three platforms and do it really well. For example, my content platforms are a weekly podcast, a weekly blog and email marketing. Side note on email marketing, listen in to episode three with Peter Serres from Professional Babe on how to give good email. It's marketing gold. You'll also see a little bit of my content pop up on TikTok, YouTube and Pinterest, but these aren't my primary focus. There's lots of reasons why I've chosen the platforms I've chosen. And one of them is being that I can control my profiles. I'm not at the discretion of algorithms or certainly I'm at the discretion of algorithms to a far lesser extent. 
And you'll find this messaging consistent across all of my podcast episodes. It's really important to focus on creating content on one channel that you can control. Whether you listen to Rachel Peterson, Gary Vee, Jenna Kutcher, Amy Porterfield or whoever your favourite biz influencer is, every single one of them will tell you to build content on your own platforms and build an email list. So when you're thinking about your content platforms, I do strongly encourage you to have one in the mix that you are controlling outside of social media. We've got step one, setting aside dedicated content blocks. We've got step two, your content platform focus. Let's go now into step three, the content categories. Righto, your content categories are the pillars that you're creating content around. You know what works best with your audience and you also know that your audience doesn't want to be served up a bunch of SponCon every time they see you. They follow you because they connect with you in some way. You might be a little bit stumped on coming up with content categories, so I'm going to give you a list to use or to inspire your own list. Here's some content categories for you. Educational. Hey, this is a really great piece of educational content. I'm teaching you how to batch your content and why it's important. Educational content should teach a new skill or concept. Maybe you're an amazing recipe creator. You could teach me how to easily peel garlic or what to do if the recipe says salted butter and I only have unsalted buttered. Share your knowledge. Inspirational content. You could create a throwback story about yourself. Share a story or piece that's relevant and inspirational to your community. Engagement. This is content that's purely designed to pump up engagement on your channels. It might be a story, a poll, a contest, a giveaway. Seasonal content. Think Easter, Mother's Day, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Halloween, Christmas, school holidays, any niche dates that might appeal to your audience. Seasonal content is gold. Behind the scenes, BTS. Show a day in the life of you, showing you how to make your product, what you do at work, how you work on a brand campaign. Give your audience a peek at what happens behind the scenes. A sixth content pillar or category could be humorous or feel good or entertaining. It could be a meme, a cartoon, a reel or something that brings a smile. It might be some of your own content or third-party content. UGC content. If you have listened to previous episodes on UGC content, you will know how well this can perform. Testimonials or people are saying great things about you, content created about you by your fans or brands, share it. Fantastic. Trending content. If you're a creator that incorporates trending content, make a space for this in your content categories or You can simply incorporate trends by grabbing a a trending sound and applying this to other content that you're creating. Promotional content. This is a good one. I do encourage you to include this in your content mix. A discount code for one of your products, a freebie, a sign up for your course, sign up for your newsletter or buy your book or whatever it is that you've got. That's where your email list comes in handy. 
you can reach out to your audience in other ways beyond social media. And then the glorious SponCon, the holy grail, the influencer glow up, dank, whatever words you want to use. Having a space in your content calendar for sponsored content is where you want to be at as a creator or influencer. So pencil that stuff in because you know you're going to nail those brand deals. You might come up with some other content pillars depending on what sort of business you have, but the above list should give you a great starting point. Next, we're moving into step number four, and that is content frequency. This is a step of working out how often you're going to produce content. Earlier, I mentioned that I produce a weekly podcast, a weekly blog. Actually, I produce two to three weekly blogs and email marketing. I send out an email twice a week. What does your content frequency need to look like? Are you going to need to produce TikTok posts several times a day, an IG reel every day, YouTube shorts or pins daily, a blog once a week, an email once a week? What does your content frequency look like? Now, step five, you're going to take all of these things that you've just thought about or written about or brainstormed to create your content calendar. This is the bit where everything comes together. And how you create your content calendar will depend on how much you like technology or how much you like to write. I like both. So I use a combination of resources This is how I create my content calendar. I use an old school pen and paper with a printed monthly calendar. On each day that I'm publishing content, I write in the design I'm using from my brand library. For example, what Instagram tile format I'm using, what piece of content I'm producing and what content pillar it aligns with. Is that piece of content educational, promotional, sponcon, whatever. I then use Trello to arrange my ideas and write out content concepts or storyboards. I also use Trello to keep a list of ideas or content I can use in my content plan. So if I don't have all the ideas I need for that month, I look at what's already in Trello and think, oh great, I did this for Halloween last year. I can repurpose that content or reuse this content for Halloween this year. Or I spoke about this previously, but it's now relevant so I can reuse that. So it's really good to have all of your content assembled in a content plan because then you can reuse stuff and access it really easily. When I have this visual content list and I'm happy with it, I write out the captions based on the content concepts. Now, depending on the content you're producing, the next or previous step might be to shoot or record content. For example, I might have recorded a whole bunch of podcasts and I have that raw audio and transcripts I need to convert to blogs, newsletters or other content. Next, I'm going into Canva to create any assets I need. This is also the step where I create any repurposing of content. It might be audiograms for my podcast, for Instagram and TikTok. It might be conversion of Instagram post to stories, graphics for a blog post. I do what I need to do in Canva quickly with a whole bunch of content and then I move on and save all of my assets for that content into Trello. 
Finally, I schedule the content. I've used a combination of paid, free and native tools. You need to find something that works well for you. I'm currently really enjoying Meta Business Suite for Facebook and Instagram scheduling. TikTok goes live when I post to TikTok, like it's just done there and then. YouTube is scheduled. I like those native tools. But there are plenty of other tools that allow you to bulk schedule content and you might prefer to use those. I've been content batching and planning for many years. So this system works really well for me. You might like to use something more simple when you are putting together your content plan. It could simply be a Google sheet to organize the content that you're going to create, your captions, your hashtags, and the date that it's going to go live and the content pillars that it aligns to. And then you might even want to take the extra step of saving your content somewhere like Dropbox or Google Drive. Just create a system that works for you, stick to it and evolve it your processes when you feel confident and comfortable to do so. As you get to the end of this episode, I don't want you to feel overwhelmed or challenged. That process might have seemed like a lot. Batching the bulk of your content will truly give you more creativity because you have more space in your day, your week, your month. It works. It really does. Mix up your batched content with spontaneous posts and just fun stuff. You know, not everything needs to be planned and scheduled. We all need spontaneity in our life. Stay updated with trends and keep your content fresh. Check out your content categories regularly to make sure that you're producing the right mix of content at the right time. And you'll find that batching your content is everything that it's cracked up to be. As always, you'll find the show notes and episode resources at thebusinessofinfluence.com forward slash EP18. Now, if you want a little more support to build your career as a professional influencer, come on over and join our Facebook group. We really want to crank this up. So search Moots, that's M-O-O-T-S in Facebook groups, and you'll find us there. We'll be building on these strategies for you to build your career. So I do hope I'll see you in the group. Otherwise, we'll catch you for next week's episode. Until then, stay creative.